At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray and uh, we have overtime in Edmonton. Five to five. Listen, the NHL playoffs have delivered. I mean, oh they've God. been unbelievable start to finish. So I, I'm going to get our next guest riled up and I actually really want to get into, you know, specific topics with him. But I can't leave this, this low hanging fruit untouched. Social media is losing their mind right now. As they should. As we did on this show. Look, I had Maryland, no big deal, but, I mean, whatever. I mean, they got hosed. They got hosed. Maryland alum, the pride of College Park, Steve Sands from the Golf Channel, joins us right now. We're going to get to the LIV tour. We're going to get to the bag that Phil got, the U.S. Open, all of that. But as a Maryland fan, the Maryland alum, Steve, your alma mater got completely hosed. I don't know how else to say it. They got completely hosed. It was an ump show in College Park. And uh, unfortunately, the uh, best baseball team in your school's history uh, is, uh, has been eliminated by UConn. Yeah, I, I was watching it live. And as I saw the play develop, I thought, okay, he's running inside the line. I get that. But he didn't waver from one side of the line to the other. He was running straight. He just happened to be inside the line. He beat the ball to the bag. The first baseman was standing on the bag and there was nowhere for the runner to go. It should have been 10-9. UConn up by one instead of two. It should have been one out, man on first, crowd going bananas. Biggest crowd I've seen at a Maryland baseball game in my life. Uh, The place looked like it was packed. In fact, uh, when they made that call, (laughs) I had some friends who actually were seen on the cutaway and they were saying some really, really (laughs) bad words. Uh, there was one in particular <laughs> who was going bananas. Um, but anyway, it was, uh, that was a horrific call. And it's uh, such a shame because the Turks looked like they were, you know, mounting a nice comeback there and gaining some momentum. And, and it got halted with that one call. I, I get the letter of the law. I get the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. I understand the two of them, but to me, an umpire can't make that call. And they replayed it and upheld it, which, doesn't make any sense to me either. So for uh, someone like me, Steve and Tim, who kind of just casually, 
glances at college baseball every now and then. What is the the rule? What's the letter of the law? And, and give me context when the first baseman is standing in the middle of the bag. Well, a couple of things. First of all, I'm not a huge college baseball guy either, to be honest. But I, I love watching baseball uh, at all levels. And, you know, the, the, the rule is, is that when you're inside the line and you're in fair territory, I guess technically you're impeding the, the throw. throw. And in this case, you know, the pitcher or the catcher, whoever picks up a slow grounder or a bunt, in this case the pitcher, you know, the throw was wide, the throw was late, the first baseman was in the way, and he has every right to be on the bag, by the way. Um, and I guess the letter of the law is, since he was in fair territory, Sean, that that technically is getting in the way. But he beat that, – that's why I thought the replay would overturn it. Not because he was inside the line. I, I knew he was inside the line. But he didn't waver. He didn't go from inside to outside, outside to inside. He didn't go back and forth. Um, he didn't know what was behind him. Uh, and the throw was late. I thought for sure they would overturn it because the throw was late. Uh, and then not only that, but they take the run off the board, mm-hmm. uh, which is a killer, man. They they send the guy back to third base when he's clearly, obviously, and he's going to moonwalk in there to score at 10-9. And that was a killer also. So, yeah, that was, that was a tough one. Man, man, I, I didn't love that. Yeah, not, not ideal. Uh, as we talk to Steve Sands from the Golf Channel, always love having him on and always uh, appreciate him staying up late uh, for us. L- let's get to the big news of the day. I guess big news the past couple weeks or so right. with the names been brewing. Heading, heading over to the LIV uh, tour. Um, and uh, the first uh, first event is this weekend over in London. Dustin Johnson is your betting favorite at 5-1. to one. Um, Phil Mickelson, uh, he's getting himself a whole lot of cash uh, to head over. All these golfers are. Ricky Fowler, the latest. So I guess from from your perspective, is there is there some heat? For the PGA Tour, are they starting to feel uncomfortable with uh, with the players uh, defecting, so to speak, to the uh, to this uh, LIV tour? Well, first of all, at five to one, Dustin Johnson being the favorite. What's interesting about that, from a gambling standpoint, is that very rarely would you ever see, outside of a Tiger in his heyday, a player on the PGA Tour or at a major championship. Uh, be five to one. That's a really tight number. And that goes to show you a couple of things. One is only 48 guys in the field. So he's got to beat 47 guys. So it's a much different scenario. No depth of field whatsoever. Like you have on the PGA tour where there are 120, like this past week at the Memorial or normally there'd be 144 or 156. So he only has to beat 47 guys. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is half those guys, of the other 47 are people you've never heard of right. people from the Asians, or they're very good players. They're professional golfers. Some of them are amateurs, uh, but they aren't nearly in the class of Dustin Johnson. So you can make a strong case that Dustin at five to one is still nice value because he probably only needs to beat about 20 or 25 guys. That, that's the first thing. So let's go to the other thing. The, the tour, are they worried, Tim? I don't think they're worried. I think they're just annoyed. I think they're like, okay, now we've got to act. What are these guys doing? Some of them are resigning from the tour, you know, and some of them are keeping their tour status. Do we treat each individual differently? Do we treat them all the same? They're playing in an event opposite of the RBC Canadian Open, uh, which is a PGA Tour event. Uh, It's a mess, and I I fully expect uh, suspensions or bans 
uh, beginning Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern when these guys put the peg in the ground. I don't think they'll do it until Thursday because if one of these guys, Tim, backs out or anybody backs out, you're suspending somebody for no reason. So I think they're going to suspend or ban these guys from the PGA Tour beginning Thursday once they put the peg in the ground there in London. So, Steve, the current rule as it sits right now is as a member of the PGA Tour, you're not allowed to play any other tour. And how does that work with the European guys that play on the European Tour? Yeah, it's a great question, Sean. You're allowed to play. So if you're a PGA Tour member and you play 15 events in one season, you get a chance to get three what's called releases. And releases means if there's a PGA Tour event being played, like there is this week, the RBC Canadian Open, and there's another event around the world, no matter what tour it's on, no matter where it is, if you want to play anywhere outside of the PGA Tour event that's being played the same week, you have to ask permission uh, from the PGA Tour to get what's called a release to go do it. That's per the regulations of the tour. The players are the ones who sign up for that. The players are the ones who make their own regulations. Now, the tour never, like literally never, turns down one of those releases. In this case, they don't look at it as a one-off. So guys have gone to Asia. Guys have gone to uh, the Middle East. Guys have gone to Europe and played European tour events, Asian tour events, Sunshine tour events in South Africa, those kinds of things. But they don't look at those as a threat the way the PGA Tour does with Live Golf because Live Golf is something you have to join to play. And that's a series of events. When, a, when an American player or anybody else on the European, a European, no matter where you are in the world, if you play another event and get that release, Sean, mm-hmm. it's only that one. Week. It's only that one week. You don't have to join the European tour to play that event. You don't have to join the Asian tour. You don't have to join any of those tours to play that one event. You get the release, you get your money, and then you come back to the PGA Tour. In this case, the PGA Tour looks at live golf as a series, and you're joining that series, which means. You're not only a PGA Tour member, you're also a member of a, of a rival league that's going head-to-head against the Tour, and the Tour feels like it needs to protect its own and not allow those guys to play. So, right quick, if not Dustin Johnson, from a betting standpoint, give me a, another golfer you think who has a shot to win this event. Oh, Sergio Garcia uh, reeks reeks of a winner to me. Lee Westwood uh, reeks of a guy who could win uh, this week outside of London where he's from England. Uh, but I, I, it, it, it looks like it's going to be a top-heavy group as far as a winner. I can't imagine a random winner, but you never know. I don't know what the atmosphere is going to be like, guys. I don't know how many people are going to be there. I don't know what it's going to look like, uh, what it's going to feel like. A lot of people think it's going to just feel like an exhibition, and that's you know, it doesn't bode well for competition. And the other thing, Sean and Tim, that's huge for betters is think of a four-quarter game, how many times you thought you had a winner in the third quarter of an NBA game or the third quarter of an NFL game or the seventh inning of a baseball game or, in this case, with Edmonton and Colorado, you know, a winner after the second period. Only 54 holes in these events, not 72. So it's three days, not four. And the last four winners on the PGA Tour until yesterday with Billy Horschel running away with the Memorial all came from behind to win. So that fourth day, that fourth round, that final 18 holes, that final round pressure, that won't be there for the guys because uh, it's only a three-day event. Now, they'll treat the third round like the final round, but 54 holes is a lot different than playing 72. 
I mean, Golden State would be up 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare (laughs) you know what i mean like that's that fourth round is huge you know And, and these guys won't have to do that so i think that makes it even more uh, of, of a top-heavy group as far as the winners. But we'll have to wait and see. I would not play this week's event. I mean, no idea what the atmosphere is going to be like, what the course is going to look like, what, what everything's going to be like. I would wait until the next one uh, before I played an event uh, gambling-wise as far as live golf. Well, next week, we will talk to you about the U.S. Open. You'll be up in Boston, and uh, we will talk to you then. Steve, as always, appreciate it. You got it, fellas. Be good. Great stuff, Steve. Steve Sands. We will tell you what happened in overtime when we come back. Hint, hint. Sean is very happy. It's the nightcap. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. VSIN contributor Jeff Siegel is coming off a winning Preakness pick, and now you can get a $25 free bet to follow him in Saturday's Belmont Stakes. All you have to do is sign up for First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VSIN. Go to VSIN.com slash horses for free for details on the this exclusive offer for VSIN fans. That's VSIN.com slash horses. Use the promo code LV. Belmont and join Jeff in rooting for his pick on the final race in this year's Triple Crown. Well, apparently when we have guests on, crazy things happen in hockey. (laughs) Not crazy enough. The Colorado Avalanche folks are headed to the Stanley Cup final. They have defeated the Edmonton Oilers four to nothing. Excuse me. They have swept the Edmonton (laughs) Oilers. They have defeated the Oilers six to five. And uh, Sean is not elated, but happy. Oh, I'm happy. I'm not. I, I wanted to be greedy. I was so. Well, we I was do. so close to six four in regulation. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness, that's such a different outcome. But again, I, I'll take. I'll take the victories. I'll take the victories as they come. Now, I don't think, as far as the Stanley Cup, this is the best ending in the Western Conference Finals for the Avs. 
especially because I truly believe that the Rangers Lightning are going seven. So it could be what have they? What's the start time of the Stanley? Is it? It's to be determined. I think uh, game one is. Uh, I thought I saw either. I thought it was the fifteenth or the eighteenth. I thought I saw uh, for the Stanley Cup final game one. Um, and as you mentioned, it's still 2-1, so game four will be on Tuesday. It could be sooner. So if Lightning, because today's June, what, 5th? What's today? Uh, today is June 6th. So if the Lightning Rangers go seven games, that's June 14th would be game seven. So what's that, eight days from now at least right. that they'd have to wait? And then and they it, wouldn't play for at least two days They would after that, right? I believe I saw, Sean, if that series ends sooner, we'll start. They'll start on the fifteenth on Wednesday, the fifteenth. If that were to go seven, that's going seven. Then it goes uh, till June eighteenth. So if that were to happen, and I'll double check that, uh, the Colorado Avalanche would almost have two weeks off. I know it, the Lightning didn't respond well to that. No. So we have a uh, one participant in the Stanley Cup final, and it will indeed be the Colorado Avalanche. I give the odds makers a lot of credit because, now granted, the Avs never really fell out like into a deep losing streak this year, but they never wavered. Especially at the very beginning of the season, the Avs didn't get off to a great start, but from start to finish, they've been the betting favorite in the futures situations. You've never really had an opportunity. Like with Golden State, there were times during the season Golden State was double-digit odds to win the NBA championship, Boston, even when they went on that run after the All-Star game, you could, you still at that point could have gotten double-digit odds for them to win it. It was never like that with Colorado. I, I, we'll look it up, but I don't think they ever got over four or five to one maybe, if, if they got that high. Like, I feel like they're even lower than that all year. Well, uh, at SO History, sportsoddshistory.com, always a, a fun look. They uh, just tweeted out, Avalanche preseason, Sean, to win the Western Conference, just plus 210. Right, okay. So First preseason Western Conference favorite to reach the Stanley Cup Finals since the Blackhawks in 2015. Well, I did not remember them getting over four or five to one. Yeah. Because, and I don't even know if they ever got that high. And to your point, Sean, they they were pretty – Steady. I mean, they were the number one seed. They yeah, they, the they, they look like the best team in hockey. The only time I thought there were some questions, maybe a little bit, was during that blue series. Was they didn't they didn't take advantage when Bennington went down. Uh, they they were up what they were up three nothing, and they blew that you know a chance to sweep. Then they they lost two games, and that was the biggest knock on them. Was oh, you lost two games to a team that doesn't have their ace goalie. Well, they just swept the Edmonton Oilers in. I mean, look, game one was competitive. Game four, obviously crazy. And uh, 6-5, the final. Games two and three were really never in doubt. There were two teams pre-flop that I thought in the Western Conference had a chance against Colorado. Calgary, who ended up playing so far below their potential, that just didn't make any sense. And then it was St. Louis. And I truly believe that St. Louis series probably goes seven if Bennington doesn't get hurt. But, of course, St. Louis loses their, their goalie who was playing at an unbelievably high level. I didn't even have Edmonton making it to the conference finals. So I wasn't surprised that, that they weren't able to take Colorado the distance. you know. But uh, we'll see. I mean, Colorado's playing good hockey. I mean, they're playing really good hockey. 
That'll be interesting from a goalie standpoint. What do they do? This will give Darcy Kemper, you know, an extended period to get completely healthy if he's not already healthy. But, I mean, outside of the second and third period in game four, I mean, Pavel Francou played, I mean, really, really good in goal. I don't think, and this pains me to say that, that from what I've seen, the Lightning or the Rangers can beat the Owls, but maybe they'll let them combine teams and <laughs> we got a chance that way. So once again, uh, game has gone final. The Avalanche wins six to five. So for game four purposes, game goes well over the total. And if you had taken, if you had felt a little bit bullish, Sean, and waited and took that plus money here at Circa on the over, because it was seven here at Circa, six and a half everywhere else, we had to lay uh, lay a price. Uh, if Circa was seven, and you could have got plus money to the over. Obviously, you were sweating in the first period, feeling eh. After two periods, and then the third period happened where we saw six goals and then, what, a minute and 19 seconds into overtime, uh, LeKennon scores his sixth goal of the postseason, and uh, they get the 6-5 to five win, a deflection off the pad of Mike Smith, tapped in, and uh, just 79 seconds into overtime, the Avs get that sweep. Yeah, they did. Hats off. Know. They played outstanding, too. I mean, you can't take anything away from – they didn't have uh, how do you say his last name? Is it uh, Nadir or is it? Uh, yeah, um, I think it's Nadir. It's hard. and I mean, he's played really well in the playoffs, and then he missed a beat. I mean, they have like a championship toughness, which is astonishing because they have not actually won a Stanley Cup this group. But they never ever lose their composure, whether they're down two goals, whether they're down one goal, no matter how much time is left. Like, they just play with such confidence, and they put so much pressure on you to almost be perfect. Like, their ability to create scoring opportunities when they're on the power kill, I mean, I think they might have had more shots on goal during the power play for Edmonton tonight than Edmonton did. So, I mean, they're a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous team. I do think their only weak spot is the goalie, and if they run into Igor Shosturskin or Vas- uh, Vasilevsky and they go God mode, they can get goalie. That's probably the only way that anybody outside of Colorado is is hoisting this year's Stanley Cup. Uh, Cole Maker, uh, goal and four assists tonight wow. for the Avs uh, as they win 6-5. to five. So uh, curious – what that series price will open at, Sean. Obviously, the futures market won't depict truly what those odds will be uh, because there are two teams still playing. Mm-hmm. So you're obviously getting an advantage knowing the Avalanche will be there. We'll see. I, I imagine there will be shops shortly putting out, like they did in the NBA Finals, look-ahead series prices that you can go ahead and, and bet on. Absolutely at least $2 favorites. On both of them? Yep. Uh, right now, Avs, ah, maybe it'll be a little shorter, Sean. The only reason I say that is they're only minus 220 in the futures market. So with two teams still playing, I, I imagine it'll be close to that. But Yeah, I'd say right, right on the hit. I'm okay. going go with minus 200. Minus $2? Right. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll be, what, plus 180, plus 175 on the buyback for the Lightning or the Rangers. We'll talk to Todd Furman a little bit later on in the show. We'll get some thoughts, and we'll get your thoughts, obviously, uh, on what to expect tomorrow night in Game 4 uh, of Lightning and Rangers. But Oh, which, Lightning, puck line. Which team? Oh, absolutely. Well, you said that on Friday. You didn't really get the puck line. On. I did it. I think you've said that every night. I took them three-way three win, too. 
I also I, I think that you've said every night on the show puck line for the uh, for the Lightning. Call me a believer. Call you. I mean, that Lightning minus 175 is telling you that the Lightning is supposed to win this game. Well, they are at home. Yeah. So, and I'm just telling you, if I was a Rangers supporter, fan, better, I'd be, I'd be nervous that the series is 2-1 and the Lightning really haven't played that good. I can see that. Yeah, they have not played great. I mean, Vasilevsky finally played to yeah, his He played level. slightly above average. He still didn't play like that elite version of Vasilevsky that exists, like he did against the Panthers, where he shut down the best offense in the NHL for four straight games. And we definitely, from a puck distribution, creativity on offense, quality shots, uh, the Lightning still aren't close to what they're capable of. And we still don't have Braden Point. Please get healthy, BP. Please. Well, the good news is you might be wondering, what will that series price look like? Talk to an odds maker, Dwayne Colucci. He'll join us next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Alongside... Super Bowl champ, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, and we were just discussing the Avalanche's 6-5 overtime win, completing the series sweep over the Edmonton Oilers, heading to the Stanley Cup Finals. <sighs> Wondering what a potential series price might look like? Well, we don't need to ponder any further. Let's bring in an odds maker, a man who's been doing it for over two decades. Always love his insight. It is Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart here in Las Vegas, a man who will dabble a time or two on the ice as well. I know Jimmy Ott has been singing his praises uh, down in the city of Baton Rouge for uh, for many for many uh, for many months now. Dwayne, always a pleasure. Uh, l- let's just get to what we just saw, and, and then we'll get to some speculation here shortly. But uh, the Avs getting it done, um, and and we were wondering. You know, the, their futures odds have been atop the board the entire time and really never wavered. They were a consistent favorite pretty much the entire season, right, Dwayne? Yeah, definitely, gentlemen. Now, I'll be honest with you. They were the top team in the NHL, and you could see how they were able to, uh, you know, dominate somewhat this Western Conference and get the uh, Clarence Cup and definitely a credit what what a well-rounded team i must say kale mccarr is one of the best defensemen in the league we know that landis Cog, a great great captain with mckinnon and you know even without kadri tonight don't get me wrong it was a big loss not to have evander kane on the other side but uh you know backup goaltending by uh francis was great uh, it's amazing how well they were able to play and they turned it up when they needed to unlike previous seasons where you know they kind of 
floundered in the playoffs, but definitely a credit. This team is well built and they will be the favorite to win the Stanley Cup, regardless if it's the Rangers or Tampa getting into that, uh, you know, definitely Tim. So I, I think that this team is going to take some beating. They're going to be very, very tough and they're going to have a little rest. Uh, Dwayne, I was going to ask about that rest because I truly believe that the Rangers and Tampa are probably going seven games, which would put us to the 14th of June, being game seven. I would imagine they would give whoever wins that series two days and then play on the third day after that. Is that a good or bad thing for, for Colorado? That's a good question, Sean, because it didn't work out too well for Tampa. We saw that. They definitely were flat in that first game in Madison Square Garden. So the Lightning were, uh, you know, and they're the two-time defending cup champions. So you would think they would know how to react a little better than most teams with that inactivity period. But they came out flat as a board. So it, it could work both ways. I think it will help getting some health on this team because you saw a lot of guys get banked up in this series. It was roughly played, dry. Seidel was banked up. McCaw took a hit in the overtime that, uh, you know, he got up. He was able to sustain. I can't remember. One of the players broke his hand and was shaking with the left hand in the handshake line. So you have a lot of injuries, and it's led by Kadri as well, who was performing at such a top level. And, you know, that wrist injury is going to be lingering. We'll see if they go back to Darcy Kemper. That's going to be important as well. So it could work definitely both ways. I think the Avalanche are looking to get healthy and get their legs really under them to make this huge push against the Rangers or the Lightning. And like you said, you know, the 14th, I'll be 50 by then, Sean. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely looking for a great, great Stanley Cup final, regardless if the Rangers or Tampa are the Eastern Conference representatives. Yeah, Dwayne Colucci, racing sports manager from Rampart Casino. Before we switch series, uh, one last question. If you were – the manager of the Avs, uh, Pavel Franku, actually played extremely well outside of the second and third period in today's game. I mean, he was, I mean, outstanding. In, you know, in game two and three, would you go back to Darcy Kemper or would you stay with Pavel? Wow, that's a good question, Sean. I would probably go back to Kemper, though, because he is the starter. He's the guy that got them there three-quarters of the season, and if he is healthy, you want to put your best goaltender out there. Not that Francis wasn't, you know, awesome in the series, but that first game when he came in after Kemper got hurt, he gave up a ton of goals. He was a little shaky tonight as well. I have to say there were dry spells. Colorado really was dominating play early on in the game. Then the middle portion, Edmonton seemed to swing the momentum. And once Dreisaitl and McDavid started getting that line going, then uh, Hyman, unbelievable. They were able to take a big lead. But Colorado, is they have an awesome offense as well as a great defense and goal tender tandem. So they were able to overcome. I would probably, though, go back to Darcy there, Sean. Uh, moving to the other series, uh Lightning were able to stave off going down 0-3. They put the series to 2-1. I have a strong opinion about this series, but I want to get your opinion first. Where do you think this series stands? Who do you think has the advantage? How do you think it plays out? Wow, Sean, it's going to be tough. I mean, the Rangers looked unbeatable in those first two games and even had a lot of momentum in the third game. Mika Zibanejad is playing as good as anybody. McKinnon, McDavid, I don't care who's out there. Mika Zibanejad is a beast. Kreider's going to be a force in front of the net, and it's so difficult 
to beat Igor Shesterkin. You're looking at this man, and even that winning goal, it, it barely got through. There were inches there. But if any team could do it, it's Tampa. Kucherov has to play a little more reined in. I mean, he's great offensively, but he makes a lot of turnovers as well. Stamkos, he's got to get that shot off a little more often. You see how deadly that is. But the Rangers have a slight advantage here, if you ask me, Sean. And, you know, I really thought Tampa would win this series easily. But you're looking at a 175 now at the Rampart and South Point in game four, total of five and a half under 25 like I said, Shesterkin has outplayed Vasilevsky thus far. The defense, Fox, has been very physical. He's played well, and that young line has been monstrous. Needle and Lafreniere, Kako. This is a really good Ranger team, and they're going to take Tampa to the brink. But like I said, two-time defending champions, Tampa's still in this series, and if they win, it's uh, best of three. Yeah, so, Dwayne, I'm an avid cigar smoker, and I'm a member of this private lounge, and a lot of New Yorkers have you know, gravitated down to the, the better weather and no state tax here in the state of Nevada. And they are diehard Rangers fans, and I've warned them. You should be extremely nervous because the, it's 2-1, and in my opinion, the Lightning haven't played close to a good game of hockey. I feel like they're sure. just starting to get their rhythm, their legs slightly back under them, and they're still playing without Brayton Point. I heard he had 45 minutes of ice time the other day uh, trying to get himself back ready. What have you heard on Braden Point, and what do you think about my opinion that the Lightning haven't played well, and if they do, I think they could win the next three games in a row. Yeah, I agree, Sean. They have not played well, and they did not play well in the first two games, and they have to rectify that. They were easily manhandling Florida on the road. So, I mean, it's not much travel. We understand it's still in the state of Florida. But they have to learn how to win in that Madison Square Garden atmosphere. I'm hearing good, positive things about Braden Point. Maybe not returning in game four, but possibly five, uh, you know, in this series. So that's definitely, definitely a help. They need him. Sergachev looked a little more, you know, uh, physical the other night, and that was important as well. And like I said, Kucherov, he's the stir that stirs the drink. As long as he plays within himself, Sean, he is going to be the best player on the ice, even though, like I said, Zabanajad has been incredible. Sorelli, he definitely adds a lot of muscle. He's an important cog as well. It would be so beautiful to get, uh, Braden point back and you know how deadly Pilat is I think this guy's got like 46 playoff goals unbelievable and nine or ten game winners so they're definitely in this series Sean you're not off base by far they could easily win three in a row I've seen them manhandle Montreal last year able to beat a tough Islander team so this team knows how to win and Vasilevsky hasn't outplayed Shesterkin yet wait for the big game they can't get nothing by him yeah, it's amazing because uh, I have a Cooch shirt. That's what we say, Cooch. <laughs> and uh, I put it back in the closet. I told my wife, don't wash it. Don't do anything because he might be the most moodiest superstar that I know. I mean, he shows up and I can tell within the first shift if he's into the game or he's not. We got about a minute left. Last question I have, what is up with Victor Hedman? He seems to not be playing with a lot of confidence. He doesn't seem to be able to make like a – spur-of-the-moment decision, has turned the puck over. What's going on with the Lightning's all-star defenseman? 
Yeah, well, you know, he did get two assists, Sean, and, uh, you know, he had five shots on goal in the last game. He was a plus one, so there was some positives. He had 25, uh, 24 minutes of ice time, which is very important. Uh, you know, not too many hits. He's got to be a little more physical. He, he blocked a couple of shots, but he's known to do a lot more. So I think definitely the Rangers early in this series got into all of these guys' heads, without a doubt. And when you have guys like Adam Fox, Cop, they're definitely – you know, being physical, and you have a few players that definitely know this roster. Reeves is definitely unbelievable. He's, a, you know, a physical force. And Goudreau knows Tampa, so he's helping the coaching staff. Dwayne Great Colucci. Here. Great stuff. Dwayne. Always appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There he is, Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart of Sonica. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke, the daily MLB Best Bets, JBT, Jonathan Von Tobel. He will be breaking down all NBA Finals games. Andy McNeil, he'll have his thoughts on the ice as we have one team into the Stanley Cup final. That, of course, the Colorado Avalanche. Don't worry, plenty of NFL preseason coverage, UFC, golf, whatever you want, we'll have it. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, which features the Daily Best Bets email. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare every edition of point spread weekly use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want the cost only 39 bucks to be a subscriber through july 31st sign up now VEASAN.com slash summer. It is an ICAP here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ, Sean King. I am Tim Murray, our good friend. We've had a lot of friends on today. Huh? It's a friendly show. Uh, Eric Eager going to join the program top of the hour. We'll get his thoughts. I know him and George Shahuri are pumping out content over at Pro Football Focus. We will, uh, they do a good job. We'll go to his thoughts. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going to show up at mini minicamp. That's good. I mean, probably should. It's mandatory also. Yeah, you but know. he didn't come last week. It might help Christian Watson slightly. Um, Matt Patricia might be taking over uh, play calls in New England. Yeah, he's a defensive guy. He's going to call offensive plays all of a sudden. Leave it to Bill. Aaron Donald getting the bag. By the way, Bill has not won a Super Bowl post-Brady. Just keep that right there at the forefront. Brady won, Bill zero. Yeah. 
And uh, I saw DraftKings tweet this out, that the Bills are getting two times as many bets as any team. Makes sense. To win the Super Bowl. Popular, easy. Don't have to think about it. History of winning lots of Super Bowls. Yeah, I just, I think it's so hard. <laughs> they get, they've gotten to a bunch of them. You're right. They, they haven't have. won them. Yeah. Went, four, went four straight. It was funny, though, growing up. I couldn't take under double-digit odds pre-flop for anyone to win a Super Bowl. I agree. This totally. is so hard. Totally agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I could see if you want to get, and we were looking at alt-win totals last week, if you want to say that Bills are going to go nuts in the regular season, I, I could see that. Yeah. I, you know, the division is, I mean, you're not high on the Dolphins. Yeah. Matt Patricia might be calling the plays for the. Uh, Which, oh, I so hope he is. For the offense. Oh, my goodness. And the Jets are the Jets. So, there's a chance, you know. I mean, look, they're as talented as any team out there. Uh, they're going to be vying for home field. They did not have it last year. So, uh, it, yeah, to your point, it makes sense. And, and here's the deal. Josh Allen can't play a better game than he played in the second round of the playoffs last year at Kansas City. God, it was so good. And they still lost. That game was so good. So, like, that's just the thing, you know. What, was, what were the Rams last year pre-flop? Pretty short. I don't know off the top of my head. I, I got, want to say they were eight or nine, something, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think they were the favorites in the NFC, if my memory re- re- recall. Or right around there. And they got extremely lucky to win it. Fortunate. Because they almost blew Tampa. Mm-hmm. And then the 49ers, if, if Garoppolo just, I mean, does anything but what he did in the fourth quarter, then the 49ers had him beat. And to be honest... The Bengals had them beating the Super Bowl. They did. And fell apart. I mean, until so. until the guy who's now the highest paid right. non-quarterback just started wreaking havoc in my heart. Yeah. Super Bowl MVP. But it wasn't even that. Like they had the Rams on money. a fourth down, and the receivers coming in motion. Uh, what, what's the receiver's name? The slot guy. The Rams. The Rams slot receiver. That was offensive MVP. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper. It's fourth down. He's coming in motion, and they hand off a jet sweep. And since he, I, I go back, I went back and watched it all twenty-two. Since he has a free safety blitz, he's supposed to hit Cooper Cup in the face. <laughs> Instead of him doing what he's supposed to do, he chases the quarterback and has to try and change direction. And Cooper Cup avoids him. Like you, as a coordinator on defense, you couldn't call a better blitz for that situation and player error. I mean, the, the, that's all. They had Bengals are well, I told you to be long offseason. Bengals had a lot of opportunities to, to close that game out. They really so, did. And we just saying that to say it's hard to win a Super Bowl, as you all know. Well I just wouldn't I'm not of the I'm not the person that will take single digit odds pre flop on anybody. Well, and it looked like early on in that Super Bowl that the Rams with Odell, anyone who had an Odell MVP ticket was thinking, Oh, this is gonna be easy. Right. And then he goes down with the, the torn ACL. Shout out to Odell Beckham, by thinking, the way. Thinking back, though, to that last I so hope he ride. gets healthy and comes back and gets so a chance to, like, really go out the right way. He's still out there. Because there was one point early in Odell's career, people were talking about him as, like, on a path to be, like, the, the best ever. Some of those. And then he got injured, had some bad quarterbacks, and, you know, he well, overcame all of that and got some, back in the good There was some self-inflicted aspects to uh, Odell. No, no it, was, it was all bad quarterback. Yeah. Uh, then he got back. Fighting, on the platform and was excelling again, and I thought was really about to, you know, get his flowers while he still could, you know, Super Bowl MVP is a heck of an achievement, you know, especially after you stop playing and you move away from the game and he got injured. So 
I hope he comes back healthy. Hey, there's your and, guy, uh, John Lynch. Yeah, there goes Jay Lynch. John Lynch at the uh, at the baseball game, college baseball. Yeah. Final game of the regionals going on. It's uh, alum. On Friday night, we gave uh, we gave a shout out to our guy, and uh, I, I just got to do it again. Our guy Matt Grissom, uh, college. He's a huge Veasan uh, enthusiast. Listens to all our shows. Big listeners come to our. You know, said hi, hung out with him a bunch. Plus twenty units on the regionals. He put out all his picks. This isn't like a seller service. I just good dude. Hard work and loves college baseball. Yeah, a guy just came up to me outside during the break. Uh, City's from Orlando. Tom, I forget his last name, but he said he listens to us all the time, even on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate it, and uh, good work by our guy. Matt, we'll see what uh, his... Says, see, he says, Puxtradamus, you know your hockey. There you go. Yeah. I never doubted you. I wasn't, like, trying to get your approval. I just was... You just never listened to I me. I was reporting what the people say. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just never listened to me. That's cool. We did. We do need to, you know. Unfortunately, you know, we won't get to talk about Edmonton and Connor McJesus anymore. Mm. And unfortunately, we won't get to talk about Maryland Turpins men's baseball. <laughs> their their one and only shining moment was uh, tonight here on this uh, on this program. My Miami Hurricanes to win the SEC uh, ticket that I didn't cash was the best thing I did. Oh, the uh, that NCAA. I didn't purchase. Yeah, yeah, that was Sean. By the way, this is. Sean, sometimes things go in one ear and then just, like, go out the other. So we had Steve Sands on from the Golf Channel. Right. We're talking about the, uh, is it LIV, Live, whatever, the new field of golf out there with Dustin Johnson. Phil right. And you ask him about the odds. Uh-huh. And he says, well, you know, it's short field, probably throw out half of them. He said Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, all interesting. Then he says, I would not bet this. And then we go to break, and Sean goes, hey, uh, what do you think about uh, Dustin Johnson, Sergio, and Lee Westwood? I'm like, did you not just listen to Well, listen, him? you have to filter out the stuff you don't want to hear and yeah, that's what you retain do this you. stuff. What I heard was it's only 48 guys in the field. Half of them probably don't deserve to be there. So he only has to beat about 20 guys. So if I can get 12-1 to 1 on Sergio Garcia and 30-1 to 1 on Lee Westwood – Good luck. Yeah, I might I, go I, ahead and I hope you catch dip it. my toe in the water a little bit. Do not, I would not bet this. Why? And then I'm I'm relaying what our yeah. what our astute But he also guess. said in the same segment that there are some major advantages. So there's a smaller field. What do you say? They only play 54 holes mm-hmm. instead of 72, so it's only 3 days. I hey, mean, he was like half the guys You're your own man. Yeah. Go, go for it. And I'm, I'm sure some unknown guy I've never heard of is probably going to win it. But just in case, just in the slight, slight, slight chance that Sergio Garcia or Lee Westwood win. And, and who who the hell knows how that. I won't how, bet Dustin how, Johnson. In how, you, how you'll be able to watch this. Uh, I'm sure. Some... I don't need to watch it. All I need to know is the result. <laughs> Either cash a ticket or don't. So they play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then they're done. Man. Oh, is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I don't know. Okay. So I know if uh, Aaron or, or anyone back there could find it out, just so I know when I got to have a ticket in by. I'll just put it in now. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what. The I, app- don't, I don't have a West, Westgate Superbook app. Go drive over there. On your way into work tomorrow. Okay, bye. If, I'll if, see you tomorrow. If you, well, 
We're kind of like in the middle of something here. Dude, once again, proving my point, does not listen. I said tomorrow. Oh. Before work. Stop by. Yeah, I do. That. Odds aren't shifting. Yeah, because I'm not going over there at night. So, uh, yeah. Aaron, let us know it's uh, Thursday. So. Okay. So now, now that you know. Now, Thursday, like 1 a.m. in the morning. I mean, because well, they're, start, they're in London, start, right? It's so, in London, yeah. So, so is that a Wednesday start here or? No, you're good. You can make it on Wednesday. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. The details. By the way, I'm about to get my uh, six Survivor entries here this week. Go ahead and lock that in. Come up with six different team names. Hey, remember when the Reds lost three or four to the Nats? They home? won tonight, though. <laughs> Congratulations. All right, we'll talk to Eric Eager, top of the hour tonight, Kev. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.